Alright, Wanda, Kiwen, you're not enough. Oh, not you, 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 not you. Yay! Wow, she had a dance today. Wow, copyright who? Okay, welcome everyone to episode two of our podcast. My name is Kea. I'm Ishana. I'm Vandana. And we're excited <laughs> to talk to you guys about the Oscars this week. Ooh. Yes. Vandana, do you usually watch the Oscars or award yeah. shows every year? Yeah, yeah. So my family is a big award show family. So like every time this early early time of the year, early spring comes around, we're watching like the Grammys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the Critics' Choice Awards, like all, me, my sister, and my mom, all of it, the red carpet, my dad, if he's feeling like it. But we actually don't really watch the IFA or Filmfare Awards. And I think that's mostly because we don't get ZTV. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I I feel very well acquainted with the Oscars and and such. Oh, nice. Ishana, how about you? Um, I don't think we ever really watched any of the award shows like India or other like or like Oscars Golden Globes none of it um I don't know I feel like my family is very apathetic to pop culture um as they should be (laughs) the celebs don't know who you are exactly why would I know who they are anyway um yeah I think my closest um encounter with the Oscars like have been um I would keep up with red carpet looks as a kid because mm-hmm. I was like I yeah. want to know what Yahoo News is saying about the people walking the red carpet um but that's about pinnacle. it yeah the pinnacle of um of, of news <laughs> <laughs> and Kayo, what about you mm, I think this is my first year actually watching the Oscars live before oh, so this I just keep up I did watch them. Well, oh. maybe like 70% of the show, but it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, before this, like you said, I would just keep up with looks or keep up with the categories online um, mm-hmm. the day after. Um, but when I was younger, I used to watch um, IFA and Filmfare with my grandma. And then mm-hmm. after college, mm-hmm. it kind of just stopped. <laughs> They're real cringe. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm not missing out. Yeah. But then I know you really keep up with Oscars and pop culture in general. So I do. Do I you do. have a rundown on like brown representation and what's been happening over the years so far? Over the year or like in the history of the Oscars? Because I can give you the brown history of the Oscars. I did go into a rabbit hole the other day. <laughs> okay. Give us a rundown. Okay. So I think Bollywood or like Indian cinema as a whole is one of the largest film industries, if not the largest film industry in the world, right? Yeah, but big time. Very, very lowly represented represented at the Oscars, the Academy Awards. So mm-hmm. in the Academy Awards history, what is it like seventy six Oscars? They've only been twenty six nominations for Indian. Wait, there's cinema. been there's been ninety five, right? Wasn't this the ninety fifth oh, year? You're right. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. That's even worse. <laughs> so they've only been twenty six nominations for Indian cinema in total and then only seven wins and then the interesting thing I thought about the seven wins is that four of them were from Slumdog Millionaire and then one (laughs) was from Gandhi and all of these movies weren't really like made by brown people for brown people you know what I mean it was all like like Richard Richard Attenborough produced Gandhi and it was starring Ben Kingsley who I know is like technically Indian but like let's be real 
yeah you know <laughs> and then um so the the two the two big uh wins that i would consider like to be by indian people for indian people within brown cinema um were the two wins this year so that would be the elephant whisper for the documentary and then mm-hmm. nachu nachu which i think we're going to talk about a lot um which one best song from rrr um so that's like in terms of like awards and nominations but even in terms of just like general representation and seeing brown people on stage there's only been three presenters so um those were Deepika Padukone this year Priyanka mm-hmm. Chopra and then um another Indian actress who I wasn't very familiar with actually before doing my little rabbit hole research <laughs> so just kind of food for thought you know in terms of like how often we've actually seen brown people at the academy awards i think it's definitely been like it was a huge jump forward this year in comparison to past years in terms of representation that is delightful but also kind of like you know what i think i had noticed this kind of like phenomenon before where mm-hmm. indian cinema and the indian film industry overall of india is huge gigantic yeah. um and i remember like i don't remember how many years ago it was but on youtube uh pewdiepie was overcome by t series as the most watched oh, youtube channel I remember what that. I remember and that. everybody everybody was like who the fuck is t series and i'm like come on man you yeah. never <laughs> yeah and then i remember he's like i have beef with salman khan because you know how like every like enjoy kga yeah. salman khan biggest hits Eros now. And I yeah. was just like, do you not know what this like this is like the biggest industry, like definitely yeah. on earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I completely forgot about that. There was definitely like some subtle racism in the <laughs> Yeah, in the- and I just like I remember having this conversation with like american people and and they were like wow i don't even know why we were talking that much about pewdiepie in general in like the general zeitgeist. i'm like why do we care but yeah that was really that i yeah. think that's like a good rep like um frame for people uh, the western perception of the indian film industry oh like yeah just the t-series pewdiepie feud i guess that's true yeah but it's, Cause it's really like are you like... dumb like <laughs> what do you think we all study to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pie. Yeah, and even like just going back to how many like in film industries are within India. There's Bollywood, which everyone knows, and then there's Tollywood, and there's Kaliwood, and then there's Sandalwood, and like there's a billion others. And whatever's in Gujarat, I don't know the name, but apparently we have one. <laughs> oh, really? uh, we have one in Karnataka too. Actually, Sandalwood. we had a very big. Uh, oh, is that what it's called? That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it called? Sandalwood. Sandalwood. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> there was a huge on. movie that came out of Karnataka last year, uh, Kantara, which was about like oh, a yeah. folk. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents and I watched it actually, and it was really, really nice to see um, representation in Indian cinema of, because I feel like a lot of the times in Bollywood movies and stuff, we don't see a lot of South Indian representation. Yeah. And to see um, mm-hmm. Kantara, which was a huge film all across India, from like specifically not only like just Karnataka but like where my family is from like in like uh, South Kendra mm-hmm. was really great and obviously to see a Tollywood movie win 
an Oscar was really yeah. nice also. So Not Do Not Do was the first song from Indian cinema to win an Oscar. So, you know, that's a big move for non-Hindi language Indian cinema. <laughs> it is super exciting, right? It's yeah. like we skipped so many levels to get to South Indian representation at the Oscars. <laughs> what language was it made in? It was made in Telugu, but you can only find the Hindi version on Netflix. Are you kidding? Okay. No, I've been trying to find the Telugu version because I'm like, I need to listen. I need to watch this movie in Telugu, right? And then oh. every time I check Netflix, it's only in Hindi. You you gotta be joking. It's is yeah, it they, dubbed? It's, yes, it's dubbed in Hindi. I'm gonna scream. <laughs> I know. I, I know. had made big plans to steal Netflix. Nobody come for me, okay? I will steal it with consent. Um, <laughs> and to to watch RRR because I was like, I've been listening to the songs, yeah. like all of the songs, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually been listening to the Kannada version of the song also, just so that I understand what the heck they're saying. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, is that yeah, on they Spotify? Have, they have them all on Spotify. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to the Kannada version. Then. And it's like it, yeah. they're gorgeous. Like they're so beautiful. And I think one of the songs is like very much like about Indian pride too, like generally. Mm-hmm. Um, Alia Butt was in it, but I didn't know if she yeah. was in the movie. She is. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, See, I want to watch the movie, she but if it's Telugu in Hindi, I'm going to scream. I think she's in the Telugu, ver- like the original film, which is okay. really great because like usually it, the South feeds Bollywood, not the other mm-hmm. way around. And she's a huge actress in Bollywood. And she decided to go to like Tollywood and do Southern films. And apparently mm-hmm. she was really good in it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was great that Alia did a Telugu film. I know mm-hmm. at this year's Oscar, there's also a Tamil-based film that won. The name was Elephant Whispers, and I think it won the category for Best Documentary Short Subject, uh, which was really nice because it was two women that led this film. The director, her name was uh, Karthiki Gonzalez, and then it was produced by, I forget the name, I think it started with an S, but there was a female lead who, like, she was one of the biggest producers for the film, so also a big win for the South. What else was at the what else happened at the Oscars this year, Shauna? Uh well, I was really excited to see everything everywhere all at once when just completely sweep all of the awards because mm-hmm. first of all, it was an indie film. So like it's not like they had a huge budget and it's not like it was like a yeah. Marvel movie or something. It also was a unique story like it was an original story which I feel like we Mm -hmm. haven't seen very many of recently like I feel like most of the things that have been winning have been biopics which like I don't want to watch a biopic of some random celebrity I know nothing about or don't really like care about that much because they're usually like Elvis or Marilyn Monroe and I'm like (laughs) not really not really for me um and it's also like not a sequel so but yeah. the best part was that it was a, there was a lot of Asian American representation in that movie and mm-hmm. the representation of specifically like a mother daughter relationship, which I think every <laughs> like immigrant, honestly, everybody can relate to. You don't even have to be mm-hmm. an Asian immigrant, although it does resonate, especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the film? No, but <laughs> but I am. It was just like three hours long, and I'm like, can I hold my pee in for that long? Um, 
genuine genuine concern for me when I go to the That's movies. Fair. <laughs> That's um, fair. Yeah. I think after all everything that happened, I have to go watch it in theaters. Like I need to experience it as it was meant to be consumed. Okay, not to break your heart, but I don't think it'll be in theaters. I, at this I don't point. think. <laughs> no, they're still playing it in some places. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, that's so it's nice. like yeah. a theater in Mumbai. The sometimes Newport has a bunch of like indie theaters um, that play like random things. Oh, mm -hmm. that's so nice. They're still okay. playing everything everywhere all at once. So I'm gonna fly to Newport so I can watch everything everywhere all at once in theaters with you. <laughs> I'll join I'm you sure there are some places. I'm sure there are places in New York that are playing it still, especially since it won so many things recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Vandana and I also haven't seen it, so maybe <laughs> we'll make a trip this weekend. Yeah. Sunday <laughs> binge. Yes, yeah, I love it. So I love it. The movie after the, the movie, Formula the One race. Not after the Formula. <laughs> not the Formula One. <laughs> Vandana's recent phase of being a formula one stan gives me mixed feelings honestly it's fine let's move on let's move on this isn't a good, yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> so are we not going also, to vegas to watch a formula one race oh i'm down <laughs> I'm if also i get down to see the cuties in person um I'll oh be my there. goodness he doesn't even know their names i do um total wolf and carlos <laughs> something <laughs> okay i need somebody to tell me if formula one is an actual trend or just the people in my life have lost their marbles i think it's Hello. an actual trend right actual really thing. yeah yeah like no okay. it definitely picked up during the pandemic i think like when the drive to survive show came out during the pandemic uh, everyone started like, but yeah i'm just a little a very late different to pandemic no I'm, I'm late to the party yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but circling back to everything, everywhere, all at once. So Wait, they have actually, 11, what? There's a, there is a Formula One connection to everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. Wait, I oh, know what she's going to say. Michelle. Michelle Yeo, Michelle, Michelle Yeo, Yeo, who won like best actress. Yeah. She is, her partner is the former yeah. team principal for principal. Red Bull. Team principal. Don't worry, yeah. even I knew that. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. I, I have yeah, survived so this long without being roped in. A fun Don't, fact. It's not worth it. She hasn't watched a single thing. Oh, you watched four episodes. Don't lie to me. Don't lie <laughs> to our listeners. Don't gaslight Kaya. Oh my goodness. Again. She didn't watch it. She watched like a random, random four episodes in a random season. She wasn't Does fully. Does it matter? Shit. Aren't you also just watching it for the boys? Stop. I find the race interesting too sometimes. Shut your you mouth. Go she, got, <laughs> she got. She <laughs> got. She got really sad when she thought one of her drivers got married. He didn't get married. It was the back of his head or someone else's head. She was genuinely disappointed the entire day. So please. I was. I was. I was and then I had to internalize that he does not know who I am. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think our listeners need to understand that. We're going to go on tangents. No, it's okay. We're going to go on tangents. They'll get it. They'll get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're circling back though. We're coming we're back. back. Okay, Michelle Yo. Okay. Yes. So everything everywhere all at once had eleven nominations and seven wins. But you know oh, who God. didn't win from everything everywhere all at once is Stephanie. the Yeah. 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 Because uh, in my opinion, she was more of a supporting actress than what's her name? 
Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Jamie Lee Curtis wins Best Supporting Actress for, come on, she was the IRS agent. Wait, <laughs> I haven't seen the sh- I haven't seen the movie. She's okay, in the yeah, trailer. She's in the trailer. Okay. Yeah, but like Michelle Yeoh's Yeoh's Yeoh Yeoh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her daughter, I would say, was a much stronger supporting character. I agree. Do you think it has to do? What do you think it has to do with? Like, just Jamie Lee um, being in the industry longer, and then just like, I think it's just one of the many issues that the Oscars, the Academy has. Yes, which yeah. kind of brings us back to the South Asian representation in the Oscars. And wait, before we move on, real quick, um, someone was saying that apparently Jamie won this year because. She finally deserved her flowers, like quote unquote. But even for Angela Bassett, who was in a was it Black Panther two? Black Panther. Yeah. She, she's been in the industry for just as long. I think she was nominated for the same category, and she, she didn't was. win. So yeah. oh, did you see her face? Everyone was like, I yeah. loved it. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Don't yeah. Come. Don't pretend to be happy. Yeah. You're not. There's Why? No, yeah. No. She. You deserve to be upset because first of all, Jamie Lee Curtis is a nepo baby. She never deserved her flowers. Yeah, go off. <laughs> Doesn't she address it though? She does. She is one of those nepo babies who's like, yeah, I get it. No, okay, but that's... during her speech, during her speech, she was like, "I'm so proud to make my parents." Well, I don't remember what she said, but I knew it pissed me okay. off because I was like, you know, <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember Harry Styles when he accepted? I for, I can't remember what, but he's like, "This never <laughs> happens to people like me." Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> like, "Who is he?" Is a straight white male? <laughs> Um, that was yeah. so funny. <laughs> I guess he meant people that wear sequins. Maybe. Yeah. And wear sequins. I honestly have no idea what he meant with that statement there. No, I was just going to try and bring it back, but I had no real good transition. So I was going to be like, Deepika looked banging. She looked so good. She really did. She Talk about somebody so that good. can rock sequins. Yeah, rock sequins. <laughs> she looked so good. Um, Wait, okay. I think I mentioned to the, this to you guys too, but like there were multiple outlets that were characters that were saying that she was Camilla Alves. They were mis misrepresenting her, like Getty images. Who is like, Camilla? I'm gonna Google this right now. No, she's Matthew McConaughey's wife, his Hispanic oh. wife. His oh yeah, yeah. Thought you got yeah yeah. Honestly, yeah. Even with I feel like a lot of times with with having representation on platforms like the Oscars, I feel like all of the microaggressions. Honestly, mistaking Deepika Padukone as yeah, yeah. Madison's wife is a macroaggression. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How are you? Gonna <laughs> but do also, this? like, yeah, like I just feel like it makes it kind of it like sours. It's like sour mm-hmm. grapes, right? It's like yeah. Also, Jimmy Kimmel saying like something about Bollywood. Like, no, it, this is not Bollywood, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy I'm Kimmel not, really like, had a night. Oh. He he did. He did. He did. <laughs> Did you see what and he also, said to Malala? Oh, yeah. I think her response was perfect. Like, yeah. Her response was, I only talk about you. Yeah, how are you going to ask Malala about Chris Pine and Harry Styles? Yeah. Like, like, what are you this doing? This woman took a bullet to her brain to fight for women's right to education. And you're going to ask her what she thinks about Harry Styles and Chris Pine? Ugh. I was just I, like, maybe Jimmy Kimmel needs to touch grass. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaya, what did you think? 
Hayoki's trying to circle us back. I thought, okay, the Oscars were definitely problematic in some light, but I feel like he just meant to say, like, at the end of the day, she's like a normal person and she probably still keeps up with everyday things, right? So it's not like he asked about a specific guy. He's just like, oh, like, what did you think about this person spitting on? Who who spit on who? I don't remember. But I personally didn't think it was problematic, but... oh. Yeah, but I could see why other people found it problematic. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. It wasn't problematic because she's fought so hard and now she is just like, like you know, she's supposed to be allowed to care about things like exactly. her style. It just like, yeah, just yeah, her yeah. face was like, how yeah. am I supposed to react? To <laughs> I yeah. thought they prepped them beforehand. Like, I'm going to ask too. They prop. She probably was prepped, and maybe the reaction was also prepped, right? You never know. Uh, oh, that's probably true. Also, I love her her, her pretty little boyfriend. He's just there oh for her. Her husband. husband? Oh, my God, her husband. That's her right husband. Back. Yeah, her arm candy. Yeah, okay, oh, my God. Her pretty little boyfriend. <laughs> Put some respect on his title. On <laughs> Mr. Malala. <laughs> Mr. Right. Malala. He just did you see the TikTok of him carrying the bottom of her dress? I loved it. Oh. She was just walking around doing her thing and he was just like a little puppy following her around. Very cute. You know what? That's what yeah. she needs. That's what she deserves. Yeah. That is what she deserves. A Mr. Malala. <laughs> a Mr. Malala. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's get back to yeah. our topics um ishana you were talking about you wanted to talk about something before i cut you off before no <laughs> uh, i was just talking about like all of the little the little little things that like you know you we love seeing our people on the stage but did we see our people on the stage <laughs> yeah yeah we haven't so even with um the performance for natu natu um the lead performers uh they weren't brown i don't even think they were asian most likely not um no there was one background dancer who was asian oh but really? east asian but east not asian. south asian there wasn't a single south asian dancer and they were both yeah. the the main the lead people i think i was a little confused when i watched it because they were brown like south asian passing i thought those like were the they, actors yeah i think they specifically chose them because they looked the most indian but they weren't indian Right, it was Billy Mustafa and Jason Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the original actors they were asked to perform, but a month before, due to scheduling conflicts or another reason, they backed out. So the Academy only had three weeks to find a replacement. But even then, I feel like that's more than enough time. There are a lot mm-hmm. of South Asian performers, especially in LA. So yeah, I really don't think it was justified. Um, I remember reading a tweet from a dancer. I think her name was like uh, Joy Kaza or some, something like that. Um, she she said that her agent, she's a South Asian dancer, and she said that her agent submitted her for this particular um, dance. Like, mm-hmm. And they get, got back to her and said the choreographers only wanted to work with people they knew. So it's not like they didn't have the opportunity to cast South Asian people after the original two actors backed out. They made the conscious decision to kind of exclude South Asian mm-hmm. people from the dance because they didn't know them and they didn't have a familiarity mm. there. 
Okay, so I feel like if the choreographer didn't want to work with people that they didn't know, they should have just found a different choreographer because, well, there is literally no shortage of South Asian choreographers. The, that's I like agree. half of my For You page. Yeah. I agree, yeah. And then before I forget, the, the dancer's name was Joya Kazi. I wanted to get it right. Yeah, they easily could have found people. I know mm-hmm. uh, in the last few months... Uh, there was DDLJ on Broadway based out of California. So they had oh, people, yeah. choreographers local to the area that they easily could have brought in, but they didn't. I think uh, they kept the same choreographers, Napoleon and Tabitha Dumo. I think they're mm-hmm. a couple. They're a dancing couple, but they're not South Asian or even Indian. They haven't been trained in any Indian dance forms, let alone the dance form that they use for Natu Natu. Is it called Kutu? Is that the dance form? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. even if the Academy has been working with them for years, like how are they qualified this time around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just ironic because this this movie and this performance was all about like having anti-colonialist themes and then they went and excluded South Asian people deliberately from the dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and just I think really that kind of like it is really sad, and all of it kind of reminded me about the whole model minority myth that we've been hearing um, come up a little bit more and more about how South Asian people and Asian people as a whole kind of are portrayed as a like a, it, it's used to pit minorities against each other, right? And it's saying like, mm-hmm. oh, if South Asian, East Asian minority groups are able to flourish in America, then like, why can't other minority groups? But what it's actually doing is kind of distracting everyone from sh- striving towards liberation together. And it also like makes South Asian, East Asian people less likely to come forward when they feel like they're not being they're being discriminated against and I feel like academy might feel like or whoever's in charge might feel like oh it's like the South Asian people they're not really discriminated against we can take these advantages over Mm -hmm. them it was just uh, like it's like not on anyone's radar either like nobody's even thinking about it I actually remember literally yesterday during my Pilates class in the morning um this wasn't about not to not to that these people probably had never not even watched that section of the Oscars uh, but they mm-hmm. were talking about everything everywhere all at once. And they were like, oh, that movie is too thinky for me, blah, 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 oh. whatever. You know, they have a different view of it. Like, there are a lot of movies that won awards that I should have watched and never did. Um, mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis won an Oscar for that. But they were like, somebody was saying that that she shouldn't have. I don't even remember why. And I was like, I could explain this, but also I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> it was just like they didn't even, it wasn't even on their radar that. Yeah. You know, why would Jamie Lee Curtis win for a, like, Asian American represent, representative film? Um, and I think that kind of goes along with, you know, Asian people just kind of exist <laughs> in the United States, but, you know, we need to make more noise. And it's hard yeah. to, though, when literal, like, opportunities that were designed for us, like the Not Too Not Too performance, mm-hmm. just isn't even, like, we're not even given the opportunity to get up there. And that's yeah. kind of unfortunate. That's so true. That's that's a really good point. Like it was literally an opportunity created for South Asian people, and we still weren't able to get up yeah. there. So, do you think this will affect the way that the South Asian community perceives them? 
themselves or how South Asian cinema will be represented represented in the Western media world in the future? I, <laughs> I, I, have, I have some thoughts. I think it's definitely a catalyst. Hopefully, if people do make enough noise, um, there will be more representation, hopefully, not just from Bollywood or from Hindi-speaking cinema. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't mean just in Hollywood. I mean, even across India, too. Until mm -hmm. this year or the year before when they merged Hollywood and Bollywood for one of the films, like, I, I think that was my first time watching a, a, a film from the South. But hopefully, given this movie um, and then that other film, Liger, hopefully there's more films that are made to collaborate with both industries. In terms mm -hmm. of America, like Ishana said, I think we just need to make more noise. Um, people that are yeah. already in the industry need to make more noise and uh, broadcast a more diverse perspective of what South Asians are. For example, mm -hmm. like Mindy Kaling, like she's been doing a great job um, with Never Have I Ever and her other shows. But as of now, it seems like all of her characters are starting to blend together. So hopefully in the next few years, her next show or movie can portray a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's it's important to showcase like the diversity within the South Asian community. Yeah, the diaspora, if you will. The diaspora. That word. A beautiful yeah. name for a baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also, I think I was reading an NPR article the other day, and it was about um, South Asian musicians and how it's really hard for them to really come up in India and make a, a living, and how mm -hmm. opportunities like what was given to RRR and not to not to really shine a light and like bring any musicians to the forefront of the industry not only just mm -hmm. in America but in India as well where they are struggling if they are part of like the south southern music um industry or if they're like part of hip hop and um and genres like that so i think like you said everyone needs to make more noise and start talking about um indian musicians so that you know they can really make a livelihood livelihood from it and they can be representative and like, we can all get more music and everyone can be creative and it'll be yeah. all around um yeah i think like having a platform or making more noise is really important but i feel like recently um with the way that the internet has been trending especially how like twitter has recently shifted their algorithm and of course like a lot of our like um conversations happening through tiktok I feel like it's become a lot more of like a echo chamber. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, I'm seeing lots of really great South Asian creators, but I'm seeing them, <laughs> but the world yeah. isn't really seeing them. Um, but something that was really nice to see again at the Oscars was um, the short film Elephant Whisper. Um, oh, yeah. Right. So, but again. <laughs> um, oh, man. But again, um, the Oscars are notorious for their cutoff music. That's like a running joke. Like I've heard this yeah. multiple times mm -hmm. on talk shows, but it just hits a little, it just cuts a little deep when it's like that one person that broke out who's South Asian, who's trying to represent like a very small part of Tamil culture that's honestly beautiful, get hit by this like famous Oscars cutoff. And then on top of that, um, like the following short film, the two white men who were winning an award were allowed twice as much time to speak and they weren't played off. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, 
yeah, that was super frustrating to see. Like, you really wanted to hear what they had to say because it was not only was it like a a groundbreaking uh, award for them to win, it was also kind of like a very important movie. So you you really wanted to hear what they had to say about it and what they had to say about the content and the making of the film. And it was really unfortunate that it got cut off. Mm-hmm. I would have much rather <laughs> rather heard from them. So the- yeah. I think there was uh, someone at the Oscars um, that was pretty angry about it, and she made a TikTok, and she let uh, the producer, her name's Gunith Mongo, finish or Mm -hmm. do her speech. So if you did want to, you can always look it up, but it was really sad that she she was cut off. Um, why do we need to hear it? I think, think, like, out of all of the speeches that were given in that category, these two women probably needed that platform more than anybody else. Exactly. That is so true. And so true. why do you think that's the case? Like, why do you think they were given half the time with only one uh, speaker, like, given 45 seconds to speak versus the category after where there were two British men and both spoke for about, like, two minutes? Like, why do you think that was the case? Like, do you think people... I wish... Mm-hmm. Go on. I wish, I wish I could say, like, oh, it's because the Academy was short on time, but like these two men for for the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, they came after the elephant whisperer acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it was a timing thing, they would cut them off too. Yeah. I was confused by that. At first I was like, oh, maybe like these guys went first and they didn't realize that the producer had to all like also should have gotten a chance to speak and maybe they changed that for the next one. But you know how many Oscars they have put on? Yeah. 95. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I genuinely think people were just uncomfortable hearing mm-hmm. from a woman of um, like South Asian accent, right? Like, did it yeah. make people uncomfortable? Um, did they just assume that people didn't want to listen to her talk, or it was mm-hmm. just insignificant yeah. and not worthwhile, not worth their time? Even even if it was forty five seconds, just like not worth the Academy's yeah. time. Yeah, I think it should also it's. Awesome also interesting I don't know if this played part in it but unlike the other Indian representation that we saw on stage that night she was also the only one who wore like traditional Indian sari and she was very unapologetically Indian yeah right so I don't know if that played a role and they were like okay not worth it she's just going to speak with that accent and no one wants to hear this or maybe it was something else that they just didn't let us let us in on yeah I don't know do you think I don't know. Do you think maybe the Academy likes to cater to the A-list celebrities? Like, do you think that they want to make the Oscars enjoyable for them first and foremost? And maybe they're like, oh, these white people don't really want to hear this woman speak. Oh, 100%. That's definitely how they stay relevant, right? Is Because if they don't have the big name coming to their shows, they're not going to keep any viewership. I think it's just token diversity. That's that's it at the end of the day. Kaya, what were you, I think we were talking about this earlier. You had mentioned something about token diversity. I don't remember what you said, though. I think you had said something along the lines of, like, oh, like, the Academy. No, it wasn't you. (laughs) (laughs) I wish everyone could see Kaya's face right now. (laughs) I was like, what did I say? (laughs) Somebody else had said this to me, and uh, she was like, do you think they nominated like even RRR and mm-hmm. um, Elephant Whisper just out of like 
just to keep a little just to make sure you know like the Oscar is all white Oscar's so white Oscar's so white yeah yeah yeah. like just to sprinkle somebody in but they didn't really give two shits about these groups they just kind of nominated them gave out these awards and we're just like okay whatever we're done we did what we needed to do let's go back to highlighting who we actually care about also why now 95 years later every Bollywood Hollywood every Indian cinema film has music like how is it that for 95 years Indian cinema hasn't produced a song in a film that wasn't wait I definitely think it's because Netflix produced this movie and so Netflix yes. like was able to lobby for them oh that makes sense because there's a huge like camp there's a huge campaign part there's a huge campaign part of getting nominated for um for any type of award like your production um, company has to like uh send in an application for you and all of that yeah. so I think maybe Netflix just knew how to do it. But you're telling me like Yashrai films or whatever they're called don't have the money. Whatever. They don't have the money to put an application to the Oscars Academy for like, I don't know. But do you think it's paired enough? They for Doom again? (laughs) You were gonna say for Doom again, weren't you? For Rithik Roshan and his wonderful dancing. Yeah. You know, Yashraj films they they're actually based out of America too now. It's not just an Indian production house. Uday Chopra yeah. owns the American version of YRF. Um, That's Bay right there. So that is Bay. So they actually have a production house based out of LA. So they, they know how to nominate films. I think the Academy just won't accept them, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't oh, done enough research. So it had to it, take up until that. it had to take Netflix. Exactly. So, yeah. And yeah. also, maybe I'm not the right person to speak on this, but I've heard other South songs that are amazing. Like, why, why this yeah. song? Maybe I don't understand the lyrics. Or like so. um, Pushpa, the movie the Pushpa. Yeah, Pushpa, exactly. They, they, so they. I think they beat like hundreds of like world records because they produced yeah. all the. They were the ones that I think started the trend of making the songs in every language. Oh, interesting. I think I think it wasn't commonplace really to do that until Pushpa, maybe, or maybe they did. I don't really know. But you're telling me none of those songs were Oscar worthy. They were bangers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that one song in Bahubali where, like, the woman turns into butterflies and then she's like, <laughs> going up the something. All of the Bahubali. Yeah. Bahubali the movie was questionable, but the songs. Yeah. So songs good. So good. Yeah. So good. And then I just also just just want to circle back um, to a quick comment that was made by Ishara Bether. Nadi Chopra is Bay. Nadi Chopra is Bay. Oh, sorry. Bae. What's maybe maybe Ali. his son? Maybe I'm thinking. No, no, yeah, no. Ali. No, it is him. <laughs> Ali. Yeah, he is Bay. She said his son. Okay. This guy is like th- probably forty. So I guess he technically could oh, yeah, have yeah, a Vietnam now. He's the guy. He's Ali, right? Yeah, Ali from Doom and Ali. Doom Two. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Okay. Listen. I just so, I just wanted to circle back. I wanted to make sure that you were we were on the same. Page. No, we are on the same. Wait. Page. While we're on this topic, talking about Doom and Doom Two, and Ali, you know who else is in that movie? Abhishek Bachchan, and you know who has a new crush, a newfound crush on him, Vandana. Oh me, it's me. Oh my it's god, me. he looks like my uncle. He lo- apparently <laughs> apparently he looks like you, Isha. Bandana, <laughs> we were watching Coffee with Curran last weekend, and it was the episode with Abhishek and Amitabh Bachchan. 
And Vandana looks okay. at Abhishek for 30 seconds and she's like, he looks like someone we know. And she's like, and does he look me? like Ishana? You know what? I guess I do have a face for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. But in that same episode, everyone's talking about how sexy Abhishek Bachchan was. That's right. It's a compliment. Yeah. You know what? He has a really hot wife. Yeah. You no, know, and he was really, he was, I have a new crush on him. Did you miss that whole part? Oh, you know what, Vandana? I... She's saying you're her type. Take it as a compliment. (laughs) Yeah, I'm winking. I'm winking. I add me to the crush book. (laughs) I will be amongst um, my peers in the crush book are not the finest. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) No, I will say he's of highest caliber, I think. Okay. Crush book. If we're adding Abhishek questions in the crush book. I'm excited for this new phase for you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Him and um, Carlos signs. Oh, that's okay. that's the F one guy. See, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that yes, we've yes. finally circled back to Formula One, <laughs> I think we can call time of death <laughs> on this conversation. <laughs> Fantastic. I think so too. <laughs> I think this has been a great conversation. I've been really excited to uh, hear all of your thoughts. Yeah, honestly, same. Oh, I can't wait to. Really mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is a pretty good episode. Um, hopefully, we'll keep creating more content. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think we covered a lot during this episode. Yeah, join us next week yeah. where I don't know what we're going to tackle, but I'm sure it will be a ride. It'll be interesting for sure. <laughs> okay. It's actually going to be a review of the Formula One race. Fun no. Okay, sing us out. She's no more. She's sing cut. us out. <laughs> nah, too nah, too nah, too nah, too nah, too nah. <laughs>